Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 1077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We have a full show for you tonight. Little Sanjay will join us with Would You Rather. Johnny Kilbasa with the ever so popular Fast Food Review and a bunch of other goodies as we go along the way. The gang, not all here. Low T Chuck. Mental health day? What's the deal, Longoria? I don't know. He's gone last Thursday, too. He just sent me a text. Oh, I forgot to tell you I won't be here <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. We got we got our, our sixth man off the bench, Jazzercise. Yeah. Jazzercise. A.K.A. DeMarco. Coming in wearing uh did you have did you have a workout class today, DeMarco? Is, or is actually work? I just left workout class out. So if you smell something a little smelly, that that's probably me. I didn't have time to shower. I always just blame that on Alewine's lunch. So <laughs> if if there's ever a funky smell in the newsroom or yeah, it's Alewine's it's lunch. Alewine's lunch. Yeah, yeah. Where where do you teach your jazzercise class? Uh locally here in Atlanta, I teach at LA Fitness. So there's multiple LA Fitness locations around that I, I have a class at and do a class about seven o'clock. Eight o'clock. Which at night. which LA Fitness? If the folks uh, want to come see Atlantic Station, Midtown, Austell, okay. Toco Hills. I'm all over the place. You're a, you're a traveling Rubian. A tra- travel, yeah. All right. Every no, night of the week, I'm somewhere different. You ever teach classes at Curves? I do not. They still have Curves. I don't know. They still make those. I think so. That's what. That's yeah. I think they still have Curves. I think your success rate would be better at Curves than in LA Fitness. Well, well, the ladies ladies love it. When was the last time you've been to a gym? Gym Longoria. <laughs> High school. Yeah. I know, no, no, college. My freshman year in college. I signed up. It might have been in L.A. Fitness back when I lived in Smyrna in like 1998. I think I went once. Yeah, mine was a Gold's Gym. Yeah, I've never set foot in a Gold's Gym. <laughs> really? No. There's Now, when I first started doing this show, my, my thought was when I get off the air at midnight, I'll go one of those 24-hour workout yeah, places, yeah. work yeah. out, mm-hmm. and then come back and do the, the news in the morning. Yeah. That hasn't worked out. Yeah. I thought the same thing. There's one, I mean, literally like walking distance from my house that's open 24 hours, and I thought, eh, go in there for 30 minutes. and That yeah. hasn't happened. I need yeah. to do that. Jump in there for about an hour. Just give it an hour. Devote well, an hour an to hour? it. An you hour? An hour? You make it sound like an hour is a small amount of like, time. Like, like, like a look, an Dude, hour. Dude, it's like 20 year reunion Watch, from high school. You know, look, <laughs> most gyms now, the cardio equipment have like a television on them. Watch a sitcom. Watch a movie or watch something. Do like I have that to, to keep do you cardio? Occupied? I don't you don't have do to cardio. do cardio, but you, you, you need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do I have to? Do I have to? You got to burn I wanna calories. Do, I want to do leg lifts. 
where I could sit down, <laughs> just lift my leg up. Yeah, I used a to like times. leg day. Recumbent leg day was bike, good. Yes, do some cycling. Yeah, do that. I'm do not that, doing yeah. any freaking cardio. That is not going to happen. <laughs> but maybe I'll start doing uh, one day. One day. Yeah. All right. So uh, the big story today was a political story, and you know we do not talk politics on the Mark Aram show. No, no, no. no. Simply because they don't pay me enough to talk politics. No. But this is a big story, and I want to use something from this story. Um, to to roll into something else on the show. Can I play some audio here, Longo? Sure. Is that all right with you? That's right. right this is uh, CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In a statement, John Boehner says he'll stay on as Speaker until the House elects his replacement. Two weeks ago, Boehner said he was stepping down to avoid putting colleagues through a protracted crisis. Prolonged leadership turmoil uh, would do uh, irreparable harm to the institution. With Kevin McCarthy pulling himself out of the running and respected committee chairs like Paul Ryan and Trey Gowdy turning down the job, House Republicans are looking in every direction for a leader. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Capitol Hill. So House Majority Leader uh, Kevin McCarthy pulls out. He doesn't want to replace John Boehner as Speaker of the House. So that, that was like a big deal today. Uh, whatever. Yeah, ja- yeah, yeah. Jamie Dupree will break that down for you tomorrow morning on <laughs> latest morning news with Scott Slade. I'm not here to do that. <clears throat> but this guy basically turned down a job. A, bi- a big job. Speaker yeah, of the House. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a no-joke occupation. Um, that's like it's not like I didn't want to do fries or something. Exactly, like, you know, exactly. So, big. um, what I want to talk about tonight is: Have you ever in your life turned down a job and eventually learned you've regret that decision? Have you ever been offered a job or could have gone for a job and didn't do it, didn't take it, and in hindsight you're like, shoot, I definitely should have taken that job. One that jumps out to me immediately. So 1996, I'm graduating college, and I got offers amazingly. I mean, I was a horrible student, but I had a ton of experience. I had written for newspapers uh, professionally for eight years. I had an internship at a TV station, an internship at a radio station. So I had a lot of skill set. My right, GPA right. was like lower than low T's testosterone level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very low GPA. Right, right, right. But in any interview I went on, I didn't get asked my GPA, but they saw my experience. You know, I was 22 years old and I had written at four newspapers. I had interned at a, a TV station. So I had a lot of good experience. So out of college, I got uh, offered jobs at ESPN, at NBC in New York. Like the ESPN? The ESPN. I got I had friends that worked there from Connecticut, so I had a little in there. But I got offered jobs at ESPN, NBC in Connecticut, Bloomberg News in New York, <clears throat> Ton of job offers and CNN in Atlanta, which is why I got down here. But another job offer that I got right out of college and I didn't take, and I've, I won't say I've always regretted it, but I think I regret it now. So there was a private high school in Italy that, uh, and I, I took Italian for four years in college. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I almost minored in Italian. Right. And the the private school had a connection with my college, Marist College, like study abroad kind of thing, whatever. And they would hire teachers from Marist to go teach at this private Italian school in Italy. That makes sense. Italian school in Italy. Right, right. And I got offered um, a job to teach English in this Italian school to Italians and coach their newly formed baseball team. What? Yes. So... <laughs> I could have, uh, it was like a two-year deal. Right, I right. go over there, They I free room and board, everything. Um, I, I teach English to uh, Italian students, and I coach their newly formed baseball team, because I, as a former Division One athlete, had <laughs> Right, baseball. right, they recognize that. I'm and sure. I turned it down. And it, was, it wasn't, it was like $21,000 a year. Um, yeah, but you were in Italy. 
Exactly. Like ESPN <laughs> offered me like $36,000 a year. Wow. NBC New York was like thirty-five. CNN actually offered the most. Uh, but I wanted to come to Atlanta anyway. But I never really thought about it. I was like, no, I'm not, you know, I got to start my career in broadcasting. I can't fart around in Italy for two years. And that was dumb, right? Like that. Was, yeah, yeah, that was dumb. That was a dumb mistake. Yeah. I could have lived in Italy for two years, rent free, rent free. Yeah, making you know whatever free money at that point. Hey, yeah, you're not having to pay for. I don't anything. have to pay for anything. I'm sure they fed you too. Exactly, room and board, yeah. everything. Um, and I turned it down, and I never regretted it until maybe 18 months ago and I started thinking back on that like how would my life have been different oh wow yeah if I had taken that job out of college how much fun would I have had living in Italy te- you know coaching baseball yeah just I mean that would have been sweet and and I haven't been to Europe at all like I still haven't been to Europe at this late date in my life um so I for for the last year and a half I've kind of regretted that like should have taken that job. Mm. Why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, you didn't have anything to lose. No, I literally had nothing to lose. But I, I mean, but I felt like I was in demand at the time because I literally everywhere I interviewed out of college, I got job offers, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, you know, that's basically stalling my my broadcast or writing career for two years by you know teaching. I didn't want to be a teacher long term, uh, but that would have been how cool of an experience would that have been. To have been a teacher in Italy, coaching baseball, I mean, just living life. So I'm a dumbass for not doing that, yeah, right? Yeah. We agree with that? Yes, Jazzercise, yes. I should have taken that game. I, right? yeah, I think you would have enjoyed it. And plus, look look at the money you would have put back. And you would have just had you just had a blast. But but here's the, the flip side of the coin. Who knows what would have happened? You know, I wouldn't be right here right now if I had taken oh, that Oh, you job wouldn't have met your wife. I wouldn't have met my wife. Oh, man. Well, I mean, unless you believe in serendipity. And then, I, you know, eventually I would have met her. Um, but well, let's see. I was twenty-two. My wife was was ten when I would have taken that job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think she was worried about yeah, you at that point. That, yeah. At that point, like, but I, the, it, I mean, I missed a huge experience. But on the flip side of the coin, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I had taken that job. Who knows? I might not even be in this industry. I might still be teaching English in Italy. I might have loved it. Bought an olive farm. <laughs> Make okay. olive oil or something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? You probably would have a little bit more size to you also because living in Italy, you know the food over there? Yeah. Pastas the heft, and oh the man, wine. Yeah, you'd be a little heavier. I know that. And they but they sleep during the afternoon. I love that. <laughs> a little midday mm. siesta. Yeah. Got to love a country where like, all right, we're all shutting down for a nap. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sweet. I would have quickly adapted to that culture. What? 1 p.m.? All right, peace. Everyone nap. Yeah. We'll see you at 4. <laughs> that would have been great. So, uh, that's what I'm asking right now. Have you ever turned down a job and, in hindsight, regretted it? In honor of Mr. Kevin McCarthy, who pulls out of uh, the race for Speaker of the House, 404-872-0750, outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Have you ever turned down a job that you regret, Longo? I don't think so, no. Have you ever been offered a job? We'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been um, offered a job, period? No, I don't think so. No regrets whatsoever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I've, I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think anybody's ever come to me and been like, hey, we want you to work. I've gone to them, and they've been like, okay, you know. All right. But never like, hey, we want you, you're, you know, cream of the crop kind of thing. I think you're cream of the crop. So I didn't, I haven't turned anything. I would take everything I can get. All right. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? Shane joins us in commerce. Shane, welcome to the program. Hey, man. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, 
Right. I haven't regretted it yet because I just got the job offer last week. Um, so retroactively, however I can say into the future, I'm probably going to regret it. I spent a, a, a while uh, as a chef at a country club in the south of Atlanta. Um, actually, Herman Cain's country club. Oh, nice. He uh, to Eagles Landing. Um, and my old sous chef just took a job at uh, a country club in Hamilton Mill and offered me a position there. Well, currently for the last eight months or so, uh, I've been working as a plumber. Uh, well, not as a plumber, but as, a, as an apprentice for a, a company here in Commerce. And yeah, I'm, I'm making decent money. Actually, I just turned down more money as a sous chef uh, than what I'm making because, you know, with the hopes of in the next year or so being up to $20 an hour. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to regret it because... I don't know. I just already feel like it. What which job do you enjoy doing more, the plumbing or the cooking? They're, they're even splits, man. Because I, I'm doing, I'm somewhere different every day right now. You know, I may be in John's Street today, and then I may be in Roswell tomorrow, um, or John Street today and Roswell today. You know, so I'm, I'm just actually getting home for the second time today, and I, and I enjoy it. And I get a lot of hours, and I, I like to work. Um, but as a chef, I, I was so much more creative. You know, I, I'm a creative guy, and I can cook. And which is, I mean, why my, my sous chef, my old sous chef, is now an executive chef. Shout out Red Julian. <laughs> Shout out Chef Red. Now, for 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 you for the future, I think you the, the the plumbing industry is a more stable industry than than being a chef. I think. Oh, it is. Uh, the, the 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 chef industry is the the, the restaurant industry in general is is so cutthroat. It's very, yeah. very cutthroat. Now, here's what yeah. you need to do. My buddy is a uh, a plumber in New York right now. Um, he used to be a pilot, and he quit being a pilot to become a plumber to make more money. There are um, He's like a foreman right now. There are 22-year-old kids working under him making $130,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, my, the, the guy I work for, um, Joey Lester, D&J Plumbing and Commerce, shout out to them, too. They're a great family company. Um, yeah. You know, from what I understand about the plumbing business, they a lot of people tend to rip people off. Here, here's the deal, Shane. Check back, because you just turned down this job. Check back in a year, and let me know if you still regret turning that down. I don't know. That's a tough call. Do what you love, or do you do something more stable with possibly making more money? Got to get in those plumbers unions, though. 23-year-old kid making 115 grand a the wrong year. Business. Cray, cray. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. It's Throwback Thursday. What do we listen to tonight, Longoria? Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, tonight on the Mark Aram Show. Online, Mark Aram, WSB on Facebook. This is the Mark Aram Show. Well, you tell me this, and you tell me that. How come you don't fight me instead of that other cat? I'm going to set my foot right down on you. Oh, stop you, stop, baby, till you say you Mark Arrow. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. So what is it? What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. Maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, no, no. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Well, we now, uh, well, John Boehner said he will stay on as speaker until a new speaker is elected. So this would could give John Boehner the opportunity to get more things done. Representative Peter King reacted to the news that Kevin McCarthy has dropped out of the race to secede John Bader as Speaker of the House. Have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? Chris joins us in Tucker. Chris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello. Hey, Chris, what's up, buddy? How you doing? What's the job you turned down? 
Um, my grandparents was uh, in a restaurant business, and they offered me the restaurant for a dollar, and I turned it down. What kind of restaurant? Um, um, Southern Foods. You are an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I was young and dumb, and you know, you know the rest. And what did you What did you do instead? What What did you do after you turned down the restaurant? I mean, I worked downtown at the. Um, I ran a couple of bookstores for a friend of mine. But, you were, You were a bookie. <laughs> no. Oh, just think, you'd be 500 pounds though Look on the bright side, Chris You'd be obese right now You'd be morbidly obese if you owned a southern style restaurant I would too Could have bought a restaurant for a dollar Oh, that hurts um, Stephen Bethlehem has got an amazing story of a job that he turned down We'll talk to him and perhaps you after news, weather, and traffic 404-872-0750 This is the Mark Aram Show I'm WSB's Mark Aram The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center Is on alert With immediate breaking news Severe weather alerts Traffic red alerts From Cobb to Cherokee Carroll to Gwinnett Fulton to Forsyth And all the rest All the rest WSB WSB Depend on it This is WSB health reporter Sabrina Cupid And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show And the CDC confirms he does not have Ebola Although we can't be sure about anything else Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. It's 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight. Low T Chuck off tonight. Personal day. Jazzercise. DeMarco screening the calls. Longoria always here with that stoic Mexican work ethic. Uh, Big story today you've been following. uh, We've been following for you on WSB Radio all day. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy stunned his Republican colleagues by dropping out of the race for speaker on the very day he was expected to be nominated for one of the most powerful positions in the nation. CBS News correspondent Nancy Cordes has the story. Chaos was the word House Republicans used to describe their own conference today after McCarthy's surprise announcement. We were all in shock. All members of the delegation of the conference were shocked. They had gone into the closed-door meeting to elect their next speaker when the front-runner told them he was pulling out. I think I shocked some of you, huh? McCarthy, who's currently second in command, said he sensed the party was too divided over his bid. For us to unite, we probably need a fresh face. He had been weakened in part by his own words, an apparent admission last week that the House Benghazi investigation actually had a political aim. There we go. CBS uh, congressional correspondent Nancy Cordes. Obviously, we're not talking politics on the Mark Aram Show, but in, a se- in essence, Kevin McCarthy turned down a job, a big job, Speaker of the House. Have you ever turned down a job and in hindsight regretted it? 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. I mentioned at the top of the show when I was graduating college, I got offered uh, to move to Italy and teach Italian and coach baseball for a private school in Italy, and I turned it down. And I never really thought about it until recently, but 
I kind of regret doing that. Joining us now live in studio, anchor for the Channel 2 Action News, Night Beat at 11, Justin Farmer. Justin, ever turn down a job that you look back and go, ah, you know, I probably should have taken that gig? Uh, sort of. I have a job that I turned down, well, an interview I turned down. I'm really glad I did. I'll tell you about that one. Okay. And I have a job that I turned down that I kind of wish I had maybe tried it. Okay. So the one I turned down was, this was years ago. This was late 90s. Uh, someone wanted me to go, Entertainment Tonight wanted me to go out there and, do, and no interview for them. And I remember thinking the money would be great and that, and there's no coming back from that. If you ever do that show, I would not have the job I have today. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because Rob Marciano basically yeah. did that. He was yeah. the, uh, the weather guy at CNN and uh, the meteorologist right. CNN. And then he left to do yeah. Entertainment Tonight or whatever, one of those entertainment shows. And right. I was like, you can't come back from that, like right. in the news world. But he has landed back at ABC as a weather correspondent now. Well, weather's different. Yeah, weather is you know, different. D- but you're but right. I, I doubt WSB TV would put me in the chair. No, if you're I right. I had spent 10 minutes talking about Julia Roberts. Exactly. You know, I don't know, raising her eyebrows or something. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And the other that. job opportunity I had um, was a guy, want, he was a, a an agent for PGA Tour players, and he wanted me to, he wanted to be my mentor. I could be his mentee and learn that business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of, if I could have, a, have dual lives, I would love to have seen what that would have been like. So you would have been a, an agent for golfers? Yes. Wow. Because I'm, I'm golf obsessed. Sure, yeah. And uh, that world inside the ropes uh, is sort of intoxicating Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm just curious. It's not that I'm – I wish I had done it because I do like what I do a lot. Sure, absolutely. But I'm curious what that would have been like. Yeah. How long ago was that? Would that that I was mean, also in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. All my opportunities sort of went away once we hit 2000. <laughs> That's it. Same with me, <laughs> I was buddy. single track, bro. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> with me. Uh, so we got we got some big stories on the night yeah. beat, uh, tonight, yeah. and one that is really – uh, kind of a, a, a tearjerker, great story we great got story. cooking. And I'm so glad we're doing this, Mark, because you hear the same things I do. You're, you you talk to your buddies and they say, gosh, your job, you all, all you guys do is negative. And, and I, I hear it. You're 11 o'clock news. It's crime, crime, yeah. crime, crime, crime. And there's no good news. Well, listen, I'm going to... I'm going to fire back tonight, people, <laughs> because here's the thing that uh, we we had done a story earlier this evening in our newscast about this little boy from Rome, Georgia, Jackson, who um, through condition uh, basically needs prosthetics. And uh, the family, as they described themselves, caught in the middle, made too much money to get Medicaid, didn't have enough money to pay about the 70 grand oh, it would take yeah, to properly expensive. outfit this child. One of our viewers, who happens to be the CEO of Kids Are Kids, a Duluth-based company, saw the story, and he is taking care of it. So we want to say to Kids Are Kids as a company out of Duluth, kudos to you, sure. to Jackson and the family in Floyd County and Rome. God bless you, and and we're just glad we could be a vehicle tonight. That's a great story. Yeah. Great story. And, and yeah, prosthetics are expensive. Expensive. Yeah, it's too bad. 70K. All right. Anything else cooking big? Yes. Uh, go Falcons. We're 4 0. I'm going Amen. to the game. Uh, I mean, can you, do you. Are you on board with this? Absolutely. Absolutely. After my Giants handed you one of your victories uh-huh. and uh-huh. you guys are now 4 0, yeah, I'm all, I'm all on board. Thank Rise you. up, baby. Rise do up. It, do it. Do it. Do it. All right, yeah. brother. Be good. Do you have, did you say you had a ticket for me or you don't have a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> the general manager is your guy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Justin Farmer, Night Beat 11. I look forward to that uh, that story about Jackson and his prosthetics. Yeah. Very cool. All yeah. right, buddy. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Steve joins us in Bethlehem. Steve, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, hey. buddy. So, so when I was 22 years old, I uh, moved from Illinois down to the Orlando, Florida area. And uh, I was all alone, and there was a bar nearby my house that was owned by some folks from Illinois. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
they always showed like the Illinois type sporting events, so I could watch Cubs Cardinals games, things like that. Little piece of and, home, uh, little piece of home was, in Orlando. Yeah, exactly, it made me feel a little bit like I was at home. So I go in like I normally would, a couple times a week, and I uh, sat down next to the couple. I, I would say they're probably in their late forties, and uh, just struck up a conversation with them. And the lady asks me, uh, point blank, she says, "Would you be interested in being a male porn star?" And she hands me her business card and explains that her and her husband own a production company and that they they would go to the strip clubs around Orlando and they would contract with the uh, dancers uh, to be in their videos and they needed some more male performers. And and um, was this was this just based on your rugged good looks, your physique? Like, how did they pick you out of the crowd to? Uh... You know that that's what I'm going to go with. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I didn't believe her at first. So right next door to this bar was a tobacco slash porn shop. Okay. And so I, I walked in there. <laughs> Gotta and, love Orlando, uh, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Love Orlando. I'm moving to Orlando. Place, right. <laughs> so I go in this this shop and uh, I find a DVD that was actually produced by their company, which made me think, okay, well they're legit. They're legit. Okay. So so I buy one. I'm like, let's just check this out. And uh, my first thought was. Not really impressed with the girls in here. Okay. And uh, and I'm pretty sure that every single male performer they had uh, was probably a homeless guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Jeez. So I, I didn't really feel like that was probably the quality uh, industry that I wanted to get into. So you, you so, turned it down and didn't I do did, it. I did turn it down. Do you regret that now in hindsight, or are you okay that you never went down that road? You know what? Part of me kind of thinks, man, that would have been... Give it a shot. Quite, yeah, quite but here's story, the thing. Quite a story to tell. You say that, yeah, and it would be quite a story. And then you try to go up for like a real job, <laughs> and they do a Google search, <laughs> Steve in Bethlehem, <laughs> and they see you and another and John homeless Holmes. guy. <laughs> John Holmes, the homeless yeah. guy. Uh, wow, so the, how, old, how long ago was that, Steve? Uh, about 12 years ago. All right, so before the internet. Uh, yeah, the internet was well. I mean, uh, not, not in its infancy, that industry. That industry has changed because of the internet. Let me just say that. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> All right, well, I think you did a good thing. I, I would. Would you? I. I don't. I don't think so. No. I don't think I could perform on camera. Demar, Jazzer size. You're, you're. I'm out. No, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> I would, Come yeah. back to haunt. Hey, but he he did run, good man. by doing some research. I mean, he went and bought one. Checked out what he was going to be dealing <laughs> buy, with, you know, what kind of quality, reason. you know. I mean, I mean, he he did pretty good. I'd be flattered if someone is asked. No one's no yeah. one's ever asked me for that. Oh yeah, no, no. And I've never been hit on by another dude. Well, no, no. Like I, I so those, those are two. Not is that it something you wish? No, oh, but okay. it's like <laughs> I I, 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 I'm, I'm I guess I, I appear so hetero that no right. dude's ever been like, oh, hey, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm insulted or what. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Diane's in Brazelton. Diane, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dee. I actually called to tell you about turning down a job when I was like twenty two to run a big dental lab, but since we're talking about politics and prostitution, well, you know, maybe <laughs> not uh, prostitution per se, but you know, sex work. Um, the politics job may be the better one. Um, my mom was really active in politics and from the time I was a little girl and on a fairly high level, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And I had an opportunity to work. I did work on 
a couple of presidential campaigns as a nobody, as I clicked to go. And I had a chance to really move up. And now looking back, I realize all this time in, I really probably could have made a huge career in politics. Yeah. Yeah. But the dental lab thing, the same thing. A guy, I went in for a job as a, as a receptionist uh, at a dental lab, a small dental lab over in Austell. And this is good 20 something years ago. And um, the guy told me, I need somebody to train. I want to teach you the entire business. And then I'm going to peace out, run the business. <laughs> You'll be in charge of it. Yeah. And then as you, you know, make some money, you can buy it from me. What an idiot. You turned it I down. I cannot believe why, it. Why did you turn it down at the time? I was intimidated. Oh, a lot of responsibility. Well, I was 22. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't think I can do this. And then... What yeah. did you wind up doing for a career? Oh, I, um, I own my own business and sell, uh, I, I have a co-op. I sell steel and buy steel from uh, Korea, Mexico, China. And you resell so, it? Yeah, I'm a broker. I yeah. like it. That's great. That's, that's awesome. Be your own boss selling steel. Nothing more American than that. Thank you for the call, Diane. Steve's in Athens. Steve, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Um, and like I told you straight, I'm still kicking myself for this and almost 38 years later. Uh-oh. Um, spring of 1987, I was working with a TV station in Augusta. Okay. A news photographer. Um, our news producer had done some work with a local celebrity you may have heard of by the name of James Brown. The musician? The James Brown. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> Godfather of soul. Um when he won the Grammy in spring of that year for Living in America, he was on tour in Europe. Well, he called my producer when he flew back into Atlanta, said, hey, I'm taking a plane into Bushfield, y'all come down. I shot the first interview with him in the U.S. after he won it, which is a feather in a hat. But uh, during the course of the conversation, he found out that I had been a Redcoat trumpet player. Mm-hmm. James loved the Redcoats. On the spot, unheard. He looked at me and said, I can tell music's your first love, right? I said, well, yes, we're in a perfect world. He said, you ever get tired of what you do and you come see me. He offered you a job to play trumpet with his band. Unheard. And you said, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, not, I had, it was one of those things. I had, like, two months before, I'd just gotten married. And I'm sitting here thinking, I can't win. If I leave, then my wife is here for however many, however long. If I don't take it, then I'm going to be doing what I'm doing now 28 years later, pulling my own foot out of my butt for not taking the damn job. Yeah, well, that's tough, though, being newlywed. You, you can't, I mean, you can't roll the dice like that. I get it. Yeah, but it, 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 it has, for, for nearly 30 years, it has been one of those what might have been. I wish I could comfort you, Steve, but I can't. You should have done it. You should have taken that. Oh, oh, hell, I know that now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bless your I, heart, I, I, Steve. I divorced, I divorced her seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you, you oh, absolutely should have taken that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look up you look up psychopath in the dictionary, you'll see your picture. Oh, uh, Steve, I gotta run. That's an amazing story. Turn down being a trumpet player for James Brown. That's a regretful mistake. Have you ever turned down a job that you now regret? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Jerry, Ron, and Bob Hangtight will get to you next. This is Throwback Thursday. Buddy Holly on The Mark Aram Show. Because I love you.
Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 1055, 67 degrees on Peachtree Street. News, weather, and traffic straight ahead. Jerry joins us in Atlanta. Jerry, did you uh, regret turning down a job, my friend? Yes. Tell me about it. Okay. Uh, there's two parts to this. I'll cut you off too quick. Uh, I was 17 in high school. I made the third highest in North Carolina on the military entrance exams. The Navy offered me a job as a nuclear power plant operator on a submarine. Okay. They want to put me through school. Now, that's a great job. $150,000 a year, stuff like that. I'm just driving a truck to Atlanta now, so I just make that call today. The biggest part of it is, about a month or two before that happened, I was out parked with my girlfriend, got stuck up to the axles, her father got rid of me, decided I was a bum. I wanted to marry her. My father wouldn't help me. Said that's it. I paid for college and all that. If I had taken that job, I would have married that girl. And I just met her again after 52 years. Oh, wow! No kidding. And, yeah, I wanted a big family. She wanted a big family. She's got eight wonderful kids and a good husband. And I've got eight kids. You 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 and each of you have eight children. Yeah. Wow. How does she let me, not, not to be very uh superficial and shallow, but how does she look after all these years, Jerry? She looks great. How do I, you look? I look, I look pretty good too. <laughs> good. So good. good. Oh, that's a double whammy there, Jerry. Her husband's fine. So you're uh, you look better than her husband. Yeah. All right. You, you have that. You have that going a, for you. He's a great guy. He's, he's Good. a terrific husband to her. They've got a great family. Yeah. And I've absolutely failed in that area. You should. So, you should have taken the. You would have had the job and the lady. Usually, it's the job or the lady. This one would have been the job and the lady. Sorry, Both. Jerry. Any uh, kids. All right. We're gonna come back. Uh, more of your calls. Did you ever turn down a job that you now regret? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your calls in the next hour, little Sanjay with Would You Rather, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. It's Throwback Thursday. Buddy Holly, this is The Mark Aram Show. Gonna meet all my friends, gonna have myself a ball, gonna tell my friends, gonna tell them all that. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.